Welcome to this edition of Faster Than a Stand-Up. I'm Brent Lamont. Quick note about the audio in this episode. We had some glitches in my audio that I found in editing, but we had some really great content and I didn't want to re-record everyone, so there are going to be some edits. It's not perfect, and I apologize for that. Hope you enjoyed the series. Thanks for listening. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to this iteration of Faster Than a Stand-Up. I'm Brent Lamont. I'm Ronnie Chan. So joining us today is friend of the pod, Danielle Jones from the SAP Concur Agile Operations team. Hey, Danielle. Hey, Brent. Thanks for having me. Of course. Thanks for being on. And we have a new friend, Scott Palmer, Senior Project Manager, Business Process Improvement Team for ISBN at SAP. Scott, welcome. Thank you. Excited. Excellent. So today we're going to talk about introverts and extroverts. We're either one or the other in some fashion. This conversation is going to be about how we work with both types. How do we deal with the opposite of who we are? And how do we facilitate working with those that are the opposite of us? And how do we work to maximize the best out of the team? So I wanted to actually start with Scott. Scott, recently you did facilitate an event for the Agile Operations team. And you don't know most of us because you don't talk to most of us a lot. Walk me through what that's like for you. Mm, I think, uh, so introverts versus extroverts, I guess I'll get this out there. I'm an introvert. Uh, okay. So and you don't, all, like you said, you don't always know who you're going to work with. Um, right. So, so one thing, one thing I like to do, especially when you're walking into that little bit of an unknown situation, um, just, you know, have a clear path, a clear goal, clear objectives that you're trying to accomplish. Um, that way, no matter what happens in that workshop, that meeting, um, et cetera, helps me guide the discussion, you know, conversations, no matter what happens, you know, you kind of have that um, direction you're trying to head. Um, but so, I mean, that's what a, that's really what I fall back to when I look at a lot of how I work and operate is I'm not going in blind. Uh, I don't know if that's an introvert extrovert thing, but I'm not going in blind with. See, I uh, think that's a preparation thing. I think that's a, how much do you prepare for events that you're facilitating? Mm -hmm. So Ronnie, introvert or extrovert? Personally, I'm I'm an introvert, um, but more precisely, I'm a public introvert and private extrovert. <laughs> so what that means is in private, when I'm in a very, really small circle of family and friends, I am more of an extrovert. I am, I'm a different person. You know, until I learned this, I thought I was kind of schizophrenic because I thought I had two kind of different personalities depending on who I was talking to, but that was not the case. And I think I'm not that unusual. But one quick correction to what uh, Brent said, most of us are introverts or extroverts. Actually, that's not true. Most of us lean towards one or the other, but we are a mix. Nobody's really pure introvert or extrovert. Um, I was reading this uh, earlier. Carl Jung said that if you are a complete uh, introvert or complete extrovert, you will be in an asylum. (laughs) Makes sense. (laughs) Yeah, right? That kind of makes sense, right? Um, So that's kind of interesting. But the question you asked, uh, Scott, um, you know, how do you deal with a uh, new room? Uh, one thing I found um, helpful is icebreakers. 
when you're going into an event, right, where you are dealing with a bunch of people who you probably don't know a whole lot or don't know at all, right? Um, as a facilitator, it is very valuable to kind of read the room, to see the makeup of the room, right? Who, what kind of people they are. That way you can kind of, um, you know, change your approach, uh, deal with the, the meetings. Right? So icebreakers to let them talk or to let them speak of something that's totally unrelated to the, the event itself kind of gives you a feel for who they are. Um, obviously, you know, you can't just uh, read somebody in a two minute uh, spiel uh, of themselves or some anything else, right? Uh, but that tends to help um, kind of feel out the makeup of the room and, um, you know, kind of manage uh, the facilitation process. Um, so I found, you know, that to be something that's helpful, always helpful. Right on. Danielle, introvert, extrovert. You're going to give I, me a different one, aren't you? Yeah, I am. I am an ambivert. So I can, I adapt to both. I, it just depends on the situation. I like to say I'm an extroverted introvert, which really means I'm just, I'm both. Um, but yeah, just back to what they were saying about being in a room where you've not met all of the people or virtually in person, whatever it may be, you know, the preparation thing I feel is very much a part of my introverted side because I don't want to be out in front of people and not know what I'm saying. So mm, right. like, it's right. a, I feel like it's a very introverted mm -hmm. thing to be prepared because you don't want that, you know, room to be like, uh, what did I do wrong? Because <laughs> you could be in a room full of extroverts and they're like, uh, what's next? So very much right. an introverted thing to be prepared in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I, I, I think if we're going to walk away with one thing out of this episode of 15 minutes or less is that the key to success, no matter which way you fall, is to be prepared, mm -hmm. right? And so uh, in dealing with whatever type of group you have, be it a small new team that you're working with, be it a large group of people who you kind of know, or be it some room of 60 plus people who you've never talked to before, you have to have preparation is the key, right? So- I have a question for you, Brad. Yeah. As, a, yeah. as a facilitator, you know, how yeah. do you deal with, um, and, and you said you're leaning towards introverts. How do you deal yeah. with a different type of uh, people in an event? So as, as an introvert, because I self-proclaim as an introvert, how do I deal with extroverts? Yeah. I think that if you've listened to this podcast enough times, you know that I have extroverted tendencies. So I can't say I'm just one, you know, to the point that everyone has made so far is that for me, dealing with extroverts, it's easy enough because I can just go into my extroverted stance, right? And have a conversation with them as to, you know, let's try to bring it back to what we're talking about because it's not about you, mm -hmm. right? Uh, for introverts, it's a lot of how do you draw them out? Mm, exactly. And so there was uh, an event I worked on last year that it was, it was roughly 60 people and it was across multi time zones and i knew probably five people in the entire conversation and 
to the point that we just made, there was a ton of prep work that went into it just to make it successful. And to do all of that prep work takes so much time. And it's almost a, I would say it's like a three to one ratio for every one hour that you're doing, you have to spend three hours just making sure that it's all done. Even if you have everything pre-built. So yes, to your point, it's all about the legwork. Yeah. So then let's go back to the, how do you deal with the opposite? Scott, how do you deal with an opposite or how do you, how do you try to bring out an extrovert or hold back an extrovert as it were? <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> uh, I mean, to start it's, I, I, I'd iterate Ronnie's first point on the icebreaker for talking, you know, workshop or leading something yep. that does give you that first glimpse of what the feeling for that team might be for that day, what you're going through. So that kind of helps you start to understand who's talking today, whether they're an introvert or extrovert. Um, right. um, and then I think it's, for me, it's starting to understand that, you know, if, if somebody's, I'll just say processing out loud, you know, starting to acknowledge that that's what they're doing. Maybe they're not actually trying to tell everybody what to do or however they may be coming across. Maybe they're just processing out loud. Um, and then on the, the contrary, maybe somebody's just processing internally. Um, so for me as an introvert, you know, w when I hear, um, yeah, I, that's kind of what I go to first. Are they processing out loud? Um, well, and I think that brings up an interesting point is that on any given day, back to what you said earlier, on any given day, someone could be in their more introverted stance or they could be in their more extroverted stance because whatever mm -hmm. happened before they got into the meeting, people bring with them. So mm -hmm. it could be that morning or that afternoon or whatever, they're not feeling well, they didn't get enough sleep, they just had a fight with their boss, they just had an yeah. argument with their significant other, all of those things tie into where they're at in that moment. Mm -hmm. And I think that's another thing that is really key is being present and yeah. trying to help everybody else be present. Right. And I think one of the things that we've talked about in numerous episodes, talking through um, how we deal with things in, in the time of COVID is how do you help people be present? So Ronnie, give me like, is there a, what's your go-to on helping introverts and extroverts being present in the moment? So um, in, in our industry, in the software development industry, we are basically dealing with uh, more introverts and extroverts, right? So um, yeah, because you said when, before we started, you said we had like two out of every three are introverts or no, sorry, two no. out of every three are extroverts in the real world, world but the majority in, in software in, are introverts. Exactly. In our world, software development, um, we're dominated by introverts. That's by nature, the, the, the genre of field that we chose are more suitable for introverts, right? We kind of like sit on our computer and uh, code, right? Um, but, um, so how do we deal with extroverts? So extroverts are rare, but there are extroverts in, in our environment. And um, what we have to watch out is for them to take over the meeting, right? Because they could just 
take control of it and uh, you know we don't give anybody else to participate. So rather than my approach is rather than kind of restrict them from doing that, what I try to do is get the introverts feel more comfortable to participate. And the, the way to do that is to make them feel safe. Um, make them feel it's okay to speak. So the best way to do for from my experience is for them to just talk about anything. Um, so introverts tend to be cautious. They don't speak off the top of their head. They want to be prepared, right? Um, they want to talk about things they are confident about. They want to speak about things that they, uh, they like, right? So what I try to do is kind of you know, encourage them to talk about um, you know, something that they feel strongly about, comfortable about, and make them feel safe that it's perfectly okay for them to say something. <laughs> and once they get rolling, you know, you know, they'll start to come up, get accustomed, you know, uh, to it, and they will start to open up a little more. So um, that's kind of how I approach it. Right on. Right on. Danielle, thoughts? I would have to agree with Ronnie and the introverts will start to get a little more comfortable with the room. If you're talking about something they are really passionate about, you got a room full of gamers from the icebreaker that you learned and, you know, let them talk about their favorite game. And, you know, I have no idea what it's about. So I'm learning something as well. Cause I don't game, but then they're starting to just kind of loosen up and then they'll be like, well, I spoke earlier. I'm sure I can speak now. You know, that's kind of the idea in my head, you know, like, once you start talking, you can't stop most people, but you know, especially introverts, just find a topic they like. Yeah. Right on. Mm -hmm. So we're at time. The question I'm gonna ask everybody here is, do we have more? There's always more. There's always more. <laughs> yeah. Scott, yeah. more? There's, yeah. Okay, There's guess more. what? For everybody who's listening, we got another episode coming. Until then, I'm Brent. I'm Ronnie Chan. I'm Danielle. And Scott. Until the next iteration, you can give us a rating in your podcast provider. Shoot us an email at info at fasterthanastandup.com, or you can find us on Twitter at Faster Standup. Thanks for listening. And that was Faster Than Standup. The opinions on this podcast are solely those of the participants and not of their employers.